I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I received from my Father. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. And welcome. I want to thank uh, all of you for being here today, especially uh, to our uh, trustees and regents, our special guests for taking time out of your meeting time to be here in chapel to spend time in the Word and with the Lord. I want to take, thank all of you who I believe are in midterms right now for taking time away from studying, or maybe this is just a distraction, and if so, that's also great. I'm blessed to be here because on this uh, campus is where, as a young teenager, I first felt God calling me to follow Him into the ministry, and so today we talk about following. And so I have two questions for you today. The first, who are you following? The second question is why? Well, before we do that, get into those questions, let's think about this idea of following. Followers are vitally important to today's economy. Did you know that? We have followers on YouTube, we have followers on Facebook, followers on Instagram, we follow those that we idolize, we follow companies, they are all calling us, they are all looking for sheep that they can lead. They're all calling us to follow them, perhaps follow after their examples, purchase their products. But they present themselves to us as shepherds, as leaders in our lives. They are seeking things from us. Yes, even those that seem to be positive. For me, I don't know about you, for me, my, my parents presented themselves as shepherds. When I shared with them my desire to go into the ministry, there was not great rejoicing. There was a shagging of the head and what have we done wrong that he would choose to do that? You see, whether it is out of love, whether it is out of greed, whether it is out of desire, every shepherd in the world has a goal of its own for its sheep. Jesus describes them this way. He says, the hired hand is what he calls them. He says, when distress comes, the hired hand runs away because he doesn't actually care for the sheep. YouTubers want followers for their own sake, not for your edification. Right? Every time we watch, every time we click, there is reward for them for that. Why is it that we follow? Stepping away from would-be shepherds for a moment. Let's think about the followers, the sheep. 
I hate to break it to you, but when Jesus calls us his sheep, that's not really a compliment. Let's think about sheep for a moment. You ever looked a sheep in the eye? Not a whole lot happening between the ears. Bah, bah. It's not a compliment, necessarily. But it is a realization about who we are and about what we are. Sheep are not necessarily noble animals. Noble and sheep are driven by very basic need. You know, if we were studying Pavlov, we'd only get a, a couple steps up and we're done with sheep. They don't go into the higher needs. They're very basic. Reminds us, what is it that sheep seek? They seek comfort. They seek the path of least resistance. And in so doing, because they are not wise navigators, they often get themselves into trouble and difficulty from which they need rescue. We hear about Jesus as the good shepherd. I urge you today, that is not a new commandment. Jesus elsewhere says, today I give you a new commandment. When he calls himself a shepherd, he refers to us as sheep. He doesn't give us a commandment. He gives us instead an invitation. And here's why. Because sheep aren't great with commandments. Sheep follow because there are things they need. They trust the shepherd because they have learned that if they follow him, he will in fact lead them, as Jesus says, to a meadow where they can eat. He will lead them to waters that won't sweep them away where they can drink in safety. Sometimes we get confused about ourselves. Jesus calls us sheep. He never once refers to us in the Bible as golden retrievers. That is a noble animal. A golden retriever will follow you. It will do whatever it is that you want it to do simply out of its awesome loyalty to you. And if you happen to feed it, that's great. But it doesn't really care about that. It's DNA, it is programmed to use all of the wisdom it actually has in its mind to follow and follow well. Sheep, not so much. You see, golden retrievers follow out of duty. They follow dutifully. Sheep follow expectantly because they want things from their shepherd. It brings us back to the one who offers himself to us as the good shepherd. He draws great distinctions between himself and all the other would-be shepherds in our life. They all lead us, they all shepherd us to get. Jesus shepherds to give. See, that's the difference. And that's why he's a perfect shepherd for sheep. We have quite a match there. We are rather needy, and he is an extreme giver. He says this. He says, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. He tells us that he offers them things. He says, I lay down my life for the sheep. He offers himself in stark contrast both to all the other shepherds who are only looking out for themselves, and also in stark contrast to the sheep who choose the path of least resistance. Jesus chooses the path of resistance. He has resisted terribly. As a matter of fact, even this passage in John chapter 10, this speech ramps up resistance to Jesus. It doesn't decrease it. Jesus offers himself not only as a shepherd, but also as the ultimate follower. He says this. He says, the reason my father loves me is that he follows him. I lay down my life for the sheep only to take it up again. Jesus also reminds us that unlike us, he is not subject to the whims and the powers of the world around him, but instead he is in charge. He doesn't lose his life on accident, not because he foolishly gets caught in barbed wire or some such thing, but because he chooses to do so 
for you and for me. He wants to give himself up for us. He says he has the authority to lay his life down and to take it up again. And he says, just to drive the point home, this commandment he received from his father. He is not only shepherd, he is also the ultimate follower. He follows his father's will dutifully. He chooses to be resisted in order to forgive us for our selfish, our self-seeking ways. He empties himself for you and for me. You see, as we read about Jesus, the good shepherd, as we read about ourselves as God's little lambs, we're reminded it's not a commandment. It's an invitation. In today's world, it might even be seen as an advertisement. What is it that we get for following after Jesus? Think about those words we have read from Psalm 23, that he promises to lead us besides green pastures, beside still waters, to restore our soul. He says we should fear no finals, I mean uh, evil. He says he prepares a table for us in the midst of our enemies. The school is, I think there's some health thing going on, right? There's a free smoothies over there in the midst of finals week. If any of you uh, follow or have heard of Pastor Louis Giglio, he's got a great speech about how Jesus invites us as our good shepherd to stop in the midst of chaos and have a meal with him. When David said, the good shepherd prepares a table before me, even in the presence of my enemies. He so removes fear from us that we can have that moment of calmness, that moment of clarity, even in times that should be distressing. But what's more than that? David comes to the realization at the end of this psalm. He says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That is quite an offer from one who offers us himself as shepherd. So I'll leave you those questions. Who are you following and why? Why?